Well, hello everybody. Happy Monday, February 1st, 2021. I'm Perrin Lovett and this is the Prepper Post News, courtesy of Freedom Prepper. And I'd like to say hello to everybody at Freedom Prepper and the YouTube channel and everybody listening to the podcast. Uh, also, uh, something we're toying with, uh, some of you may remember several years ago, we had uh, freedompreppernews.com. Uh, just just news story links uh, um, about prepping items, a lot of gun stuff. Uh, that is uh, kind of making an experimental comeback. So uh, the media family is growing. And uh, we may start linking up these uh, videos or podcasts over there as well. Uh, hello to everybody at the community. Hello everybody everywhere. And uh, this is... Uh, I had so much stuff I had to cut out, and I've uh, I've got to push some stuff to uh, to tomorrow and maybe Wednesday. Let's just get right into this. Um, I there were <laughs> I, I I was lucky. I found this story to kind of kick things off and uh, give us a starting point. One of the most astounding uh, articles I've ever seen, and I I kind of make a study of this this particular subject. It's about the U.S. economy, which is completely and totally wrecked. Um, they, you know, some people talk about the Great Reset. Of course, if we mention it, it's conspiracy theory, and we're bad for mentioning it. But uh, we need a reset, a great big reset, because I've got a, I've got a link to a story from Vox Day, who comments on an article by Charles Hugh Smith which is also uh, indirectly linked up. And uh, this is what Smith, uh, you know, this is what Smith starts off with. The great American middle class has stood meekly by while the new nobility strip-mined $50 trillion from the middle and working classes. As this RAND Corporation report documents, $50 trillion has been siphoned from labor and the lower 90% of the workforce by the elites and their technocratic lackeys who own the vast majority of the capital. And he's got trends in income from 1975 to 2018. And uh, what's that? 43 years, they took $50 trillion. And, uh, you know... Something happened in between today and back to 2018. I would it would not surprise me at all if that if the number now stood at 60 or 70 trillion, or if it was even closer to 100 trillion. You, I mean, you could you could basically say they've taken everything away, and this is why this is the price of uh, fake money and financialization and usury. Uh, whereby the people who create the fake money suck all the real value away and leave everybody else uh, holding worthless uh, worthless debts that they can you know slave over all their lives to pay back. Um, and this kind of segues into uh, a, a couple of uh, more recent stories. I saw something in the Houston Chronicle. I think this was also in the Washington Post. Uh, 2020 was the worst year uh, for economic growth since World War II. In fact, the entire year uh, was a, a contraction of several uh, percentage points. And remember, there are all these 
all these stats and numbers are rigged. So, uh, you know, 2020 to a lot of people looked like a complete collapse. I wonder what it was. I wonder, I wonder how you get uh, people who have lost everything and then you stop them from working and how, how anybody sees a contraction from that. And uh, I, I leave this part off, but it occurred to me that uh, all of these stimulus payments that Trump and now Biden, uh, Trump made them and Biden is pushing more, $600 here, $1,200 there, you know, 1000 whatever they're going to give you, it, it's becoming a regular thing. Uh, you know, 20 years ago, Bush did the first, you know, prebate. You're going to get your tax refund early, even if you, everybody gets one, no matter what. I think it was, what, $300? Um, before that, we'd never had anything, no direct payments like this. And now it's becoming almost a, uh, a monthly thing starting to resemble universal basic income, uh, which, you know, in a rigged system, you might have to pay that to, uh, to avert people from, you know, revolting under the system. And it appears that some people have found a way to do that anyway. Uh, you're all, you must have heard by now about the, uh, the GameStop stock uh, mania. And it's interesting that, you know, GameStop is some kind of retail video game store. Uh, what it appears happened was that a group of uh, Redditors on the, uh, the Reddit social media site dedicated to gaming. Uh, these would be uh, computer techie types, very smart people. Um, they figured out the game of uh, shorting stocks. And uh, somewhere in here I've got, yeah, Carl Thornburg. Uh, wrote a, uh, a funny short article at UNS. I've got that linked up, explaining what what the shorting is. If, if you're not familiar, basically it's just a uh, it's just a gamble. It's just gambling on the future price of a, of a stock. This is something that the hedge funds do every day. Uh, the rich do it. It's it's one more of the mechanisms they use to siphon off the wealth from everybody else, and all of these little people on Reddit discovered, you know, these are people that play games. They, they love games. They design games. They know how systems work. They figured this out and they, uh, they ran a game and, uh, they, they used GameStop as, uh, as their ticket. And, uh, you know, by, by running the shorts market, they clawed back some of that wealth from the hedge funds and the elites and wall street and all of a sudden, I've got a couple, of, I've got two uh, CNBC stories about this phenomenon. All of a sudden, this gambling became a problem uh, to the point that uh, the, uh, the, the stock brokerage firms stopped trading that and other stocks. Uh, to, they said it was to, uh, to protect the, uh, the retail investors. In other words, to, to protect the big guys that suddenly were losing money for the first time ever. And there were people that, uh, you know, became, ordinary people became instant millionaires last week. And it had quite the effect uh, on the, uh, the entire, uh, not just the NASDAQ, but the, the, the uh, you know, the, the uh, New York Stock Exchange as well. Um, I think the, at some point we were down below 30,000 on the Dow uh, at the close last week. The SEC, the Securities and Exchange Commission, is already looking into it. They say they want to protect the real criminals who do this all the time, and there's no problem with it, until there is a problem, and then they get a bailout. 
but they want to protect the real criminals from all these, uh, you know, these, uh, and, and it's, you can't make this stuff up. The, uh, you know, the main, the main uh, trading site they were going through is, is Robin Hood. All of these Robin Hoods uh, were taking a little bit back, uh, a little bit of the money that was stolen by the nobility, taking it back, and now they're getting investigated. And I'm sure the FBI is right behind the SEC, and I, you know, you can look for people to get arrested and go to jail for doing this for doing exactly what the super-rich have been doing freely for a hundred years now. Not just freely, but with the blessing of the government and the, uh, the heavy hand behind them, if, if necessary, to back them up and bail them out. Because remember, they're too big to fail. Um, and this, I, if nothing else, it was hilarious, and it, 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 pointed, out that it pointed up the fact that the, uh, the markets, kind of like everything else in this country, the markets are rigged, Everything is fake. All the value is fake. The money is fake. And uh, the more this stuff gets exposed, the better off everybody uh, will be. Um, and I've, I've seen, I, I left a lot of stuff out, like I said, but there are a lot of people, a lot of insiders, honest insiders, uh, commenting on the fact that there is, uh, in the commodities market, stock market, there's no, there's no safe, honest uh, venue for a, uh, for saving your money anymore. And a lot of these people are uh, concerned about a systemic collapse, and they're also concerned about getting out uh, while they still can with some integrity. So uh, pay, pay attention to all of this stuff. Um, let's move on to a different kind of hoax and fraud. The massive fraud in the presidential election of, of 2016, not, not the 2020 election. You're, you'll recall that we were told over and over and over again that uh, there was no evidence whatsoever of any kind of wrongdoing in the historic 2020 presidential election. There were some little boxes that ran under uh, any video on YouTube. And by the way, uh, YouTube uh, has gone as far as deleting congressional testimony uh, if it crosses their, their, uh, their narrative. I think that was on the, uh, the coronavirus. They didn't like what some doctors we're telling the Senate under oath. But anyway, they don't want anybody discussing the 2020 election because there was no fraud in it whatsoever. There was, according to the so-called United States Department of <clears throat> Justice, fraud in the 2016 presidential election. And uh, all of a sudden now, they've caught it, and they've pressed charges against uh, this guy, Ricky Vaughn. Uh, not his real name, but he was a uh, alt-right memer on uh, Twitter or one of the one of the socials. I I had totally I either didn't know about this guy or I had totally forgotten about him. But uh, he made some memes, had a little fun with the election cycle four years ago, and now he's going to go to jail for uh, making a meme. This is what the uh, the U.S. Attorney's Office uh, said in a press release: a Florida man was arrested this morning on charges of conspiring with others in advance of the 2016 U.S. presidential election to use various social media platforms to disseminate misinformation designed to deprive individuals of their constitutional rights to vote. Um, and I've got a copy at freedomprepper.com, a copy of the, uh, the complaint linked up. Uh... He conspired with others. They have a theory that these people conspired. It's a, literally, 
a conspiracy theory. Your th conspiracy theories are utterly insane and there's no evidence to back them up. Theirs are codified in the law. And most federal crimes are presented as a conspiracy anyway because it's easier. It lets them just make stuff up. The way they did in this crazy complaint, one of the, the stupidest things I have ever, ever heard of, uh, Donald Trump Jr. was making fun of it, and he should. But this is also one of the most troubling cases that I've seen in a while. It's not, certainly not the most troubling, but, uh, you know, the same people that tell you there's no fraud whatsoever in one election will back up four years and make up fraud that didn't exist in, uh, in the previous one. Um, and I'll... And this was brought just, was this Thursday or Friday? Friday, this uh, this complaint was brought. Uh, why does the light look so funny in here? Maybe I'm going blind. Anyway, um, this was not just drawn up and presented uh, immediately after Joe Biden's election. This had been ongoing uh, for quite some time. So it, it's it's interesting to see how uh, something that you know might resemble, I don't know, a deep state just keeps operating no matter who's in office and uh, they keep doing stuff like this I you know we used to have something called the First Amendment that protected among other things uh, freedom of, of speech uh, if, if this goes through I mean the, let's just be honest the law is dead the law is whatever they say it is and, and they, they have the guns to back it up this particular law the only one he's charged with this conspiracy theory is a uh, title 18 USC 241 and I believe they're going under uh, under section a section B has to do with a uh, masked highwayman upon the highway it's a 1940s law uh, 1948 I believe it was it looks so dark in here anyway here's here's the uh, I think this is the relevant charging part if two or more pers persons conspire to injure, oppress, threaten, or intimidate any person in any state, territory, commonwealth, possession, or district in the exercise or enjoyment of any right or privilege secured to him by the Constitution or laws of the United States or because of his having exercised the same, you can be guilty of a felony, go to prison for 10 years. Um, conspire two or more persons, and I, I believe I read the Ricky Vaughn complaint, and they, they the other persons... Uh, there's got to be at least one more for a conspiracy charge. Uh, they say pe people known and unknown, and they don't name anybody yet. So I think we're going off of uh, unknown John Doe's, which to me don't seem like real persons. Can't have two. How could there be a conspiracy? And also, you've got to uh, injure or uh, attempt to injure a person. And what, what Vaughn did, what his little... his alt-right gaggle of uh, keckers or whatever on Gab or Twitter did was just make little memes. You know the old joke, you know, uh, Democrats vote on uh, Tuesday, Republicans vote on Wednesday, you know, you know, trying to, it's rhetoric, you know, a joke. It's a, it's a, it's a practical joke, a prank, and only a complete and total fool could possibly fall for it. People that we don't need voting anyway, they made up little memes, little fake ads they put out. They said, hey, you can vote by text. And the, the trend is, you know, vote online, vote on a touchscreen, mail-in ballots, no ID. You can vote after you, you, you're dead. You can vote in five states, vote a hundred times. Um, 
you know, why not vote by text? I mean, that's probably coming next. It'll probably be, you know, our laws guarantee safe elections via text, but not when he does it as a joke. And they're saying that this deprived people of the right to vote. Well, does he not have a right to, and yeah, I know, I know about the, uh, the campaign laws. Uh, Justice Scalia warned us about the, uh, the encroachment on everything. But anyway, they're not going to be able to pre present the first person who, said, who, who they can prove lost any right um, in, a, in a previous age, I would have been optimistic that this case would have been dismissed or that he'd be exonerated. Um, odds are he's going to take a plea deal, and odds are there's going to be a lot more of this uh, utter insanity, more of these government conspiracy theories. So uh, I guess everybody up there in the DOJ has their tinfoil hats on real tight. Keep an eye on that one. Um, it's a stupid case in and of itself, but it's symbolic of something just much worse. And much worse is unfolding over in Switzerland right now. Uh, last week, end of the week, I ran a story about the, uh, the Davos Group, the World Economic Forum. I didn't even realize that they were having their 2021 powwow right now, this, uh, this weekend. Uh, and I found, I've got a link to that, uh, and all of the fun fun things that these, uh, these elites, these are the people that have siphoned off $50 trillion just out of the United States, just in my lifetime. Um, they uh, just, just take a look at it. They're, they're, they're on every subject imaginable. For instance, they've got a program about reimagining education. Um, they, and they, of course they paint it in terms of recovering from the pandemic all these schools that weren't educating kids anyway had to close. So here's what they want to do. Uh, from, <laughs> from global citizenship <clears throat> to digital skills, what policies, practices, and partnerships are needed to elevate future-ready employab uh, employability skills on the education agenda? What? Global citizens and employability skills... I mean, if they're talking about trade schools, fine. But they're talking about K through 12. They don't want children to learn that, you know, they don't want them to learn to read, write, think, think critically, God forbid. They just want good little worker bees uh, who will, you know, run the factories and, and shuffle the paper around until the robot takes over. And then everybody will get UBI and, you know, hopefully be, uh, you know, hopefully they'll... Most of them will, uh, will just die off sooner, sooner or later. But uh, they're, they're working on this. They got uh, leaders from all over the world working on this. The first part of the session is open to the public. You can click in and watch the video. The second part is just for them. That's where the uh, that's where the agenda will be discussed. Take 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 a look at this. If you want a good laugh, a good sorrowful laugh, take a look at this stuff. They're advancing a new social contract. They're, they're placing gender parity at the heart of the recovery. And, of course, they're reimagining education. They want to they reset education. Uh, they want to reset. It's going to be a great reset, but don't you dare notice, because if you notice, then you're a crazy conspiracy theorist, and you don't work for the DOJ. Let me wrap this up for the morning. Uh, the last word, two words, dignity and respect. Very important words, but I have, uh, I had noticed the, there's a certain phrase, phraseology, that I keep noticing. I've had it 
people have told me this in person. I keep seeing it in different places uh, coming out of Christian literature, pseudo-Christian literature, worldly literature, and then the, uh, the, the sheer stupidity of uh, social media. I keep seeing it over and over. It's some form, you know, some combination of everyone deserves dignity and respect. Everyone should be treated with dignity and respect. Uh, and, you know, the a normal kind, good person thinks, yeah, everybody should be treated with dignity and respect. But is that is that universal? Does everybody deserve the same dignity and respect? Um, you know, does a uh, does a usurer or, or a murderer or a child molester deserve the same dignity and respect that, uh, say, a Sunday school teacher or a fireman gets? Uh, you know, I don't think so. I think I I, I uh, sense churchianity in in this, and I and I I tried to do a little research on this, but um, there's just something new and odd about it. Uh, and th these words have been around for a long time. A lot of good people have used them. Um, you know, it, you should be, we should treat people with dignity and respect. Although, as Paul noted, sometimes, you know, doing what's best for everybody uh, doesn't necessarily look like doing what's best for everybody. But it is. Here's a story. Here's a story that I linked up from the Daily Mail to kind of illustrate this point. Uh, Creepy Joe, the uh, president of the United States, lifted the ban on uh, cross-dressers and transsexuals serving in the military. China, uh, Russia, Iran, North Korea, they're just, they're shaking in their boots because they're scared of our cross-dressers, you know, coming over with big, you know, story. You know, can you imagine trying to fight a war against uh, Drag Queen Story Hour? <laughs> Watch out, Russia. There's a, there's at least one good Christian left in the U.S. Army. He's a uh, he's a major and a chaplain, and he uh, he took issue with this new policy. He said, "Look, from a moral or a psychological standpoint, these people are not fit to serve. You know, this 40, 50 years ago was a diagnosed mental illness, and you know we don't we don't need them. He's going to get canned. He's out. He's done. You can't tell the truth." Uh, from a Christian standpoint, certainly, from a medical standpoint, uh, or just common sense um, standpoint. But where, this, where these magic words came in were on, in the attacks on him, and everybody jumped on. We had the, uh, the, the Pentagon itself, uh, I guess the, uh, the Rainbow Command, uh, issued some idiotic statement, and just a whole host of morons started tweeting and uh, in their insults of this guy, they, they, one of them finished by saying, ha, well, you know, everyone should be treated with dignity and respect, except for, the, except for this Christian. And that's how we know if it's churchian. Um, the, you know, a starting point would be, is it used as a slur against a real Christian? In this case, it was. Not a conspiracy theory, just, just a working theory. And uh, I think we've worked up a great Monday... I had some other things. We'll get to those later in the week. Hope you're having a great day. And uh, it's already February. And uh, i got to work on the lights in here. I'll see you tomorrow. Happy Monday.